Hobby Addict の時間です It's time for Hobby Addict And now here are your anime addicts Hey everybody, welcome to Hobby Addicts episode 305-er. Fiverr. I am Mitsugi. I always have been. And I'm joined by two people who are very fantastic. The first of them is Caroline. How are Hi, you? Hi, yes, I am fantastic. It is just, we're heading into a bit of a cold spot with、Uh-oh. the weather here. And I'm not really appreciating it.、It's、not for long. It's supposed to be even colder tomorrow, so. Yeah, just how it be. Well, it was 80 here yesterday, so you're probably going to not have cold weather much longer. And Mason, how are you today? Hello. I'm a little less fantastic, second in the order.、Uh, the the、oh. wordle today was a little tricky. Oh, I, my it, it God. Almost, it almost tripped me up.、Mm. It, was, it was not good. I mean, luckily, I kind of determined that there would not be any actual vowels in this word、uh, pretty early on, so. That's it, but I, it took me a little while to realize what word we were looking at there. Yeah, I was, I was sweating for a bit. Yeah, we're still wordling every day. We、uh, can't stop, won't stop. Yep. But、uh, that's, mm. that's my big update. You guys are very <laughs> diligent, very, very、uh, well learned in your vocabulary. <laughs> we try. We try.、All、we try.、Right. So uh, guess, spoilers、yeah. from a week ago、uh, the word is nymph. That, that's、yeah. what we're talking、uh, about. Yeah. The Y is sometimes a vowel. Uh, nymphs.、Mm, I love them.、Mm. All right.、Mm. And moving on.、Um, we have a lot of stuff to talk about today. I saw the Uncharted movie. I also saw a, the Final Fantasy VII remake concert, finally, after you know, it had been delayed three lifetimes because of COVID. And、um, we have the American Murder, The Family Next Door, which I think I actually、uh, heard Pancake watching one day. So I have nothing to say about that, but I, I know it's popular. And Mason says, more Elden Ring? Question mark. So I, I've been playing a lot of Elden Ring. So,、uh, certainly a lot of Shocker. To, yeah. I mean, it's mostly sarcastic, like ways that you, you know, I just troll. I'm just a troll, honestly. We, we may or may not get to that. Caroline, I think we kind of missed you last week. So, why don't we start with you? Would you like to go first? Oh, no. I mean, I did talk a bit last week, but, you know, I. Can't really say too much about this because it's not as if it's a huge thing with a lot of discussion、mm. that is, you know, a good discussion that I want to bring to the table today. But I watched a documentary Friday night that's basically the only extracurricular activity I did all week. And it's called American Murder, The Family Next Door. Blah, blah, blah. It's on Netflix.、Um, and the、okay. name sounds familiar, if not just kind of vague, like obviously, murder documentary. That's all you really needed to, you, that's all you could figure out by the title there.、Um, so we just decided, you know what, nothing else is on TV, let's watch it. And basically, it follows the murder of a woman and her two children. But like the woman was very、uh, social on Facebook. Like basically, she posted about her entire life on Facebook.、Ugh. And it's like, yeah, it, like I know she's the victim here, but. That's kind of like an irritating、uh, quality a person has, is literally、Extremely. vlogging on Facebook all the time. And, like, yeah. It's a it's, fucking waste of time. Yeah. It, it, it just felt like she t 
try to live her life more on Facebook than in actual life. Like she, at one point, she literally tells her husband when he's arriving at the airport port to let her know when he's about to enter the gate so that uh, she can get the kids' reactions of of him being oh, there on on God. video so she can post it to Facebook. And I'm just like, gag me with a. Spoon. It's one thing. It's one thing to post about your life when it just happens. It's another to just plan it out and to get it on video so you can put it on Facebook. It's just I hate that quality like, in a person. That's like those people that will yeah. travel to like Aruba and that j- for the sole purpose of just taking Instagram photos and that's all they do. Yeah, it, it, it's, she's kind of similar to that. And I realize that's not what this documentary is about, but it is murdered? a very prevalent part of it because a lot of the um a lot of the footage that they show are from those videos that she would post onto Facebook because uh, one day she comes home from a trip uh, and the next day she and her two daughters are missing. Now, her daughters are like three and four years old. They're young kids. And the husband is like, oh, I have, like, where could they possibly be? And blah, blah, blah. so you automatically know he's the culprit here. But still, we are going through all the, the motions of. Yeah, the whole, yeah the husband well, killed them. Yeah, I mean he's spoiler. Gonna, you spoilers. Haven't seen it. He's gonna murder his <laughs> yeah. wife because who the fuck could tolerate that? No, that's not the reason why he murdered her though. Mm. I mean their relationship was kind of going downhill for a while, but uh, apparently he started an affair and like apparently their their relationship has just been going downhill for a while. And honestly. It's just insane because for the longest time, of course, he denied ever having an affair to begin with. Like, I, like I'm not having an affair, even though the even though the wife went up to him several times, like, "Are you cheating on me? Are is like, is there somebody else in your life?" Or blah, blah, blah. and he says, "No, of course not." And then to the investigators, he's like, "No, of course not." And then it comes out that he did have an affair, and then he's like, oh, "Okay, yeah, 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 I had the affair, but um, my wife." She's the one that uh, I, I had nothing to do with my wife or her or the children's deaths. I had nothing to do with it. Blah blah blah. I know I'm going blah 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 a lot, but you know, sorry. So he yada, 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 keeps he his them. innocence, and then it comes out <laughs> that like he obviously did have something to do with it. And then he relents and says, "You know what? I did kill my wife, but she's the one that killed our daughters. She smothered them with their pillows." And then it comes out that he killed all three of them. In Wait fact, a second. He... Are, they, are these two daughters? What? Are, are his kids daughters? Yeah. Does he chop them up and stuff them into an oil drum? I don't know if he chops them up, but they did go into an oil drum. Yeah, this is a, yeah, this is a, a long-told, very gruesome crime. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It happened yeah. near you, right? In, in yep. Colorado. Yep. It's been on lots of podcasts and stuff. It's very fucked up. Yeah, very. And like watching it, I think, yeah, okay, maybe he could have killed his wife, but I had a hard time believing that either of them could have killed their children because it looked like, you know, they were at the very least devoted to their kids. But there has got to be something wrong with the husband, too. I mean, I feel like, well, obviously that is an obvious thing. He killed his wife at the very least, but... There seemed to be no motive to kill his children. And he obviously, he looked like he loved them. And so my mom and I, we were watching this and we were like, well, that is the most fucked up thing we've ever seen. So, What, what was yeah, her last was, name? Uh, you know, I can't remember. Because he, <laughs> because he worked for Anna Darko, which is an oil company, right? And But I can't remember the names. I, I'll look it up. 
Yeah, just look up like the American murder and you'll probably find it. But yeah, so I'm sorry if I basically just spoiled the whole documentary for you, but I I feel like this one has been out for a little while, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I first bumped into this on a podcast like seven years ago or something, so it's pretty... Mm. Yeah, this is from... This happened back in 2018. Yeah, a lot of murders happen in uh, Colorado. (laughs) That's good to know. a lot of fucked up shit going on over here. Yeah, so that's what I did on my Friday night. The reason why this was such a good true crime story was because there was so much footage and like recordings and, you know, interviews and just so much like multimedia to support. It must have been a great documentary because there's so much, so many videos of him like, you know, talking to the jury, talking to the police and being interrogated and all these recordings of him talking. And then they, you know, there's like, I feel like there's, I feel like there's hours of like video footage. Probably. But it seemed as if the neighbors knew. Like, right away, because the first day of them being missing, uh, you know, they're surveying the area, trying to find some information about anything, and it turns out the neighbors had some security footage going out nearby their house. Like, they were, you know, right next door to each other, so they had access to what was happening in their uh, driveway. And the neighbors going over this footage, uh, and when the husband eventually left the room, he's like, yeah, he never acts that way. And what happens in his driveway, that is not normal. Like, he doesn't leave at that time. He doesn't you know, he doesn't bring up his truck like that and start unloading stuff at that time of day. He just doesn't. So that's just very weird. They knew. They knew from the moment that this all started that he was the culprit. Chris Watts is his name. Yeah, yeah, Watts. It's actually not that old. It happened three years ago. Well, yeah. close to four years ago, but yeah, it's pretty rude. Not that, not that old. Fuck, what? A, it's fucked up. And and the I kid, know, like, how old were the kids? So like three? Can you imagine? Three and four. It's because you see a lot of videos of them, of course, as I mentioned, mm-hmm. and they're just like the sweetest little girls. They're like having a fun time. They're like, like, daddy is my hero, and blah 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 blah. Why am I saying blah 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 so much? I, I am so sorry, but I don't <laughs> know. Yeah, he got, he, got five, so sad. he got five life sentences. <laughs> yeah. Well, he deserved it. The guy's crazy. And then he tries to ruin the legacy of his wife by claiming she's the one who killed her own children. It's just unbelievable. Well, I don't know. Gotta blame it on somebody, I guess. <laughs> he can't. He's also a dumbass. Well, he never asked for a lawyer. He... Revealed everything to his father while he was in the interview room. I mean, the police left the room, but everybody who has ever been in an, like, ever watched TV, ever lived a year on planet Earth would know that the police interview rooms are constantly recording everything. So why would you reveal everything to your to your dad and act as if that's a completely safe place to reveal your criminal Activity. If you ever murder somebody, Caroline, you're going to be a pro. You're going to be like, I know exactly what to oh, do. Oh, no. I'm going to I'm going to. I, I would not be a very good one at that. Step one, don't post to Facebook. Yeah, definitely. It's true. Post to Twitter. Yeah, or TikTok. <laughs> well, that's... Or TikTok. Yeah, I mean, that's probably worth watching because that's a pretty fucked up... Because everybody, everybody watches true crime for the fucked up stuff. Like, no one's like, oh, I want to watch the... Really, like, mild, boring crimes. Like, no, you want to watch the crimes where people are, like, getting put in blenders and shit. It's it's a good one. I mean, it's bad, but it's good. You know what I mean? 
It's funny you say people being put into blenders because that is actually <laughs> something that happened in Ranking of Kings when I was watching it this Jesus. week. Somebody is rip. <laughs> rest in pieces. Put through a wood chipper. Rest in blender. Oh, wood chipper. Yeah, Ooh. blender, wood chipper, kind of similar. <laughs> it's never going into the wood chipper. That's the problem. It's always coming out of the wood chipper because, like, it, it's very indiscriminate in how it just like throws you all over the place. <laughs> now, know. well, they, what is it? Uh, uh, Tucker and so, Dale versus Evil? Is that the movie where the they go through the wood chipper? Good lord. It's pretty funny. Oh boy. <clears throat> All right. Well anything else, Caroline? Nah, honestly, I didn't really didn't didn't have that much to discuss this week. Okay, that's okay. Uh, I saw the Uncharted movie. It was horrible. <laughs> just Do tell. Oh my god, it was just really bad. Um I think it's And probably- this is something for months that you were anticipating it not being good. Well, you know, I wasn't going to go see it. You had your doubts. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I wasn't going to go see it, but we've been, but we love going to the movies on Tuesdays. I've talked about this, you know, movie Tuesdays is back, you know, and, um, so we went and saw it. There really wasn't anything else. Sonic comes out in like two weeks and it's going to be amazing. I have not seen a single trailer for Sonic. Oh really? That's the trailer. I saw the trailer. I've seen the trailer in the movie theaters a few times, but like it's a really good trailer. Um, but anyway, so yeah, it came out. When did this come out? Uh, it's pretty recent. Uh, it came out on the 18th of February, <clears throat> so it's a couple months old. It did, it's done about 357 million dollars, which is like a pretty good amount for a movie. You know, it's. Um, I'm sure it was. I'm sure that it was profitable, but and uh, it's got Tom Holland in it, who plays Nathan Drake. And it has Mark Wahlberg, who plays Sully. And, uh, you know, I, I, generally, I generally like Wal- Mark Wahlberg, mostly because I just, he's been in like a million movies I've seen. And, you know. It's Marky Boogie, Mark. You can't not like him. Yeah, Boogie, Boogie Nights and like all these. And, um, and you know, people love Tom Holland because he's, he's new. And, you know, he's like an up-and-comer, I guess. I don't know. He's popular at the moment. but And, of course, Uncharted is based on the video game franchise, which is, you know, vastly more successful than this movie will be and it was just not good i mean it's it, it played like a this is yeah it played like a like a like a really low budget national treasure like uh you know because uncharted the uncharted the games like they're not they're there's a lot of killing in these games like garrot wires people shooting each other to death like all this stuff because it's a shooting game it's a it's a first person shoot it's a third person shooter and the problem with this movie is that one, Tom Holland is a terrible Nathan Drake. He's just not good. I mean, Nathan Drake is like six two, probably two hundred, at least two hundred pounds. He's probably, he's probably six two. Like I'm just gonna say six two, two hundred. He's a he's a sus- substantial person, whereas Tom Holland's like five six, like a buck twenty. He's like a little kid. He he looks like a little kid. I mean, he's twenty five, but he has a he has the baby face of all baby faces. You know, he's, you know, he's like the, oh, I'm the cute young Spider-Man, you know, like I'm going to, he's not like the strong chin, facial hair, I'm going to shoot you and shoot you in the side of your head and kill you, steal the treasure, badass that Nathan Drake is. He just doesn't really seem to fit the role. And that's like what people were joking about before this came, came out. They were, they were like, you know, okay, well, Tom Holland looks about 15 years younger than Nathan Drake. He's shorter. He's not, you know, not the rugged hard ass you expect. And, uh, and, and then they were joking because it looked, because then him and Mark Wahlberg are dressed the exact same on like the promo posters. And they were like, oh, well, Mark Wahlberg looks more like Nathan Drake than Tom Holland does. 
I don't think either of them looked looked like Nathan Drake. Um, but and I would say this movie is a prequel. Like you could say you could say, oh, it's you know he's young looking because it's you know 15 years before the the game started, and you know, and that's why Sully looks young too because Sully is an old he's like an old guy in the games. He's like a he's an overweight dude, like old man with like a with like a mustache. And Mark Wahlberg doesn't really look like Sully either. Uh, but other than the like, fact that the casting was just terrible, it's just a cheesy fucking movie. Like, you know, they had, they find these keys and the keys are like, Oh, we're going to find Magellan's golden treasure. And, and, uh, which tells you right away that this is a basically uncharted Four. they go through the backstory of Drake. They go through all, a lot of the plot points of the, of the, of the fourth video game, which is not a prequel. <laughs> so like you could say it's a prequel, but it's not. So they go through the whole backstory with like the orphanage and Drake's brother. And then, and then when they find the, you know, when they find the treasure at the end, obviously like it's the exact same setting, same setup that there was in the game. So it's very much Uncharted 4, uh, which is kind of weird because I feel like Uncharted 4 is takes place towards it. Def, it's definitely the last game in the timeline. So I don't know what they were doing. Um, so, but it's just cheesy. Like they find these keys and it's like, oh, we got to have these two keys so we can open up Magellan's treasure, like, or whatever, you know, they're doing the national treasure thing. They got to get a key that, that, that finds a map and the map takes them to this thing. And then, the, and then this thing takes them to a necklace and the necklace has a pendant that unlocks this door and inside this door is a key. It's just, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And like they find one of the keyholes for those keys in a fucking Papa John's. Like, it's just the dumbest. Really? Yep. It's just dumb as shit. Super fucking dumb, uh, cheesy as hell, and not in a not in a pizza type of way. <laughs> type of way, <laughs> um, and it's like unbelievably PG thirteen. Like it doesn't have the the feel that Uncharted's got. And Uncharted is not like a violent, bloodthirsty game. But like you know, like a guy gets his throat like a one of the main one of the main dudes in the movie gets his throat slit, which is like not that un- unimaginable. And, and it, there's just, like, not a drop of blood comes out of his neck. Like, he's laying there on the floor. He's got, like, this slice all the way across his throat. And, like, the skin is torn. You can see, like, the flap where, like, the skin is, you know, and, like, no blood. <laughs> like, wow. Like, this motherfucker guy must have gotten drained by a vampire, like, eight seconds before they cut his throat because there's not a drop of blood in his body because they couldn't have any blood come out. Um, you know, it's just it's just really silly. Uh, we almost walked out, actually. It was it's one of the worst movies I've seen in, a, in quite a while, which is really kind of a shame because, you know, Uncharted is such a cool game. Uh, but I, I'm actually going to look up the Rotten Tomatoes here. I thought the Rotten Tomatoes score for it was, like, pretty high amongst, like, the fans. Um, you know, I don't want to say people are a bunch of idiots, but this movie is fucking terrible. So if it had, so it's got a... Yeah, it's got a 90 score from the audience. People are just... Wow. People are just unbelievably dumb. Like, there's no... I mean, I don't, the, 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 it has a 41% freshness. So, it's, but it's like, it's just, it's just a terrible movie. Um, Tom Holland never looked like Drake in this movie for even a minute. Um, you know, it's just, it's just really not good. So I'm assuming neither of you've seen it and you probably won't, but, uh, I don't know who, I don't honestly know who went and saw this movie and thought it was awesome. Like, it's just, uh, it's just to me, to me, it was just, not even close to as good as like National Treasure is. Like I, I, you guys, I love just, National Treasure and yeah. all of its corniness mm-hmm. and well, just unbelievably weirdness. 
Are you uh, excited for the new Nick Cage movie coming out? God, no. Which one is that? Great boy, you're playing himself. Um, the Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. I have not heard of that one. It's uh, it's, it's like be. one of those like Nick Cage plays Nicolas Cage kind of things. It's gonna be terrible. It's like a black comedy. I've, I don't know. I feel like people are ride or die with like Nicolas Cage, and just like what he is and represents. So, um, <laughs> what does he represent, I, Mason? Uh, just wild, unburdened, like A-list actor who just does not care about. I don't know the idea. The ideology of Hollywood and just is involved with so many weird products. I mean, I don't know. He basically retired, went bankrupt, came back to make movies again because he had no money. I'm gonna look up his net worth. Um, but like he just he just takes whatever role and it's just a wild. Like you never know what you're gonna get with his yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, he's only worth um, 25 million now. But like, yeah, I saw that. I saw that trailer. But yeah, this is like you know, Uncharted is like if you took. If you if you took uh, Indiana Jones, added a little more shooting like gunfights to it, and then combined it with National Treasure, you'd have Uncharted, you know, because Drake is he's Indiana Jones esque, you know, it's he's like the he's he's the guy that'll go into the into the crypt and like uh, you know unravel the clues and use history and find you know it's whatever, but th- this movie missed the mark big time, so it's pretty disappointing. But uh, I guess I'm glad I saw it because I love Uncharted, but. Yeah, not good. Is um, it at all better than any of the games? No. The games like, are, the worst games are no. still better than this? Yeah. That's what I figured. Definitely. And the games are already like a movie, so that's really just the best way to experience them. You're right. Yeah, there's really no reason to, to see the movie. I mean, the games are phenomenal, all four of them, and uh, definitely are worth playing. Uh, also, there were like a lot of characters strangely missing from this movie. Like, there was no, there was no um, what is her name, Ellen? Oh, what the fuck is her name? There was no Sonic the Hedgehog, Uncharted. the most popular <laughs> Uncharted character. Yeah, so the Uncharted characters in the game, the Uncharted characters are Chloe Fraser, who who's in this, but she's like really young and strangely a lot like Fujiko Mine. It's kind of weird. El- Elena, who is Drake's wife, is not even in the movie at all, which is really odd. I can't imagine Tom Holland being married. Well. You could probably say that about Nathan Drake too, because he, you know, he, he probably should have died like a thousand times during these games. Who, who the hell would, would want to be married to that guy? But, but yeah, like main characters like Elena aren't in the movie. <laughs> it's just crazy. So she she was in all four of the games. So anyway, I'm moving on from that. Um, Mason, would you like to talk about Elden Ring, or would you like me to talk about Final Fantasy VII? I think we can keep on going with other things. Well, I went to the Final Fantasy VII Remake concert. It was supposed to happen, like, like April of 2020, and then it got pushed back, uh, and then we thought we were going to get to go in 2021, and then we had, like, Delta come came happened, and so that didn't happen, and they got pushed back again. So we, we all we went to the uh, concert. Um, this is probably the fifth time I've been to a Final Fantasy concert. It's the same conductor every time. Arnie Roth does the conducting. He's really good. He's really passionate about the games. You can tell he's played them. He understands the music. He's super respectful of Uematsu, who is really sick, by the way. Um, and it's uh, it was just a really great concert. They're always great. This concert has been touring for like 10 years, and or maybe even longer, and it's just phenomenal. They've done like hundreds of the pieces from Final Fantasy. And, so, but, and this concert was a little different because it was just for the Final Fantasy VII remake. 
and it played you know they got like the big projector up which i don't really like but they do it anyway because people were incapable of listening to an orchestra without having a tv which is really sad but it's how it is um i don't understand that like you're at the you're at the orchestra to listen to the music and to watch the musicians playing the instruments you're not there to watch the fucking cutscenes from the game you already watched I assume multiple times. It just doesn't make like if, if you just sit there and watch the TV, like in the like the giant projector, you might as well just be home watching the cutscenes from the game. Because why are you at the why are you paying 150 bucks to go to an orchestra? <laughs> it's, I, it's a complete rant of mine, but like nobody agrees with me. So um, anyway, it was really good. I actually thought that the uh, Denver Orchestra that did this was like not that good. Um, not to like talk shit on them because like you know they probably had a tough time practicing together or whatever, but um, I thought they were they were not they were not that great. Arnie Roth is is phenomenal as an as a as a conductor. He normally has like a like a traveling orchestra with him that has played mm-hmm. these songs like a billion times and they're right on the money. Um, but it was still re- it was still a really good show. You know they 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 went they started from the beginning of the game, so they start with like you know the crystal theme like the that, that you play like during the title screen. They go to bombing mission. Then, like, you know, Cloud falls through the whatever. He lands in the church with all the flowers. They play the flower theme. So they go through the whole game, uh, pretty much. And then the fire alarm went off <laughs> in the concert. Wow. Uh, and oh, They did not want geez. you to listen to that concert. <laughs> yeah, like 80% of the way through it, like, a fire alarm went off. And I'm like, oh, well, that's the end. <laughs> I, I told Panic, I was like, well, they probably were almost done anyway because it had been about an hour and 15 minutes. And everyone gets up, and we all f- shuffle out. Uh, and then about three minutes into the shuffle, they're like, go back, go back. So we all go back, you know. And That's a bummer. Everybody sits down, and the musicians come back out again, and they continue. And uh, they played a few more pieces. They closed with, like, they, they, had, they did, like, a, like, an encore. It was, like, Eris' theme. Pancake and I got up and, wa- and left because we didn't want to get stuck in traffic for thirty for like thirty five minutes, and we got out really mm-hmm. quick. Went to Cheesecake Factory, had some had some cheesecake and coffee and some like sliders, nice. and uh, I assume you got all dressed up for it. Oh yeah, I was in uh, I was in dress clothes, suspenders, you know the whole thing. Pan- nice. Pan- that's that's such a great evening. Pancake had a nice dress on. It's a full gambit of people. There's like people who. Have been, to, I assume, have been to an orchestra. They go in dress clothes, like you, you're supposed to. Um, then there, are, yeah, then there are people that the go in like attire. they go in jeans and like you know whatever. And then there's people with like the Buster swords and like the giant wig. And I'm like, That's I was going to ask if there were cosplayers. <laughs> yeah, it's just like a bit of everything. There's like the people that have that don't really care about disturbing other people. So they're so they're going to like talk all the way through it and then like have a giant fucking wig on that blocks the people other people's view. So there's that person. All the way to uh, all the way to like the old people form. who just have like the membership at the theater and go like every week and they just see whatever. Yeah, there. they're like don't even know where it's from, but it's orchestra music yep. and it's probably nice. So yep. why not? Yep, it's pretty much it pretty much fits the bill. I would say. Uma, well, man, it's really you can really tell which pieces Uematsu doesn't didn't write though because he did a few of the songs. He did one new song which they brought like an opera singer out to do it, and then they and then he he wrote most of the original songs. But like when it's a when it's a song that was brand new written for the game, like you can just tell it's not him because they're just not as good. I mean, I'm probably biased. It's not the same but, pedigree. Uh, but you know what? 
it's a great show. If any, if it, it, it's touring all the time, like if you can if you can get tickets to the Final Fantasy Distant Worlds, and it, honestly, based on what I saw here, it wouldn't be that hard because it was only about half filled, um, which is super unusual. It's usually sold out, but you know, COVID, so people were like, uh, you know, even though even though I also went to a Justin Bieber concert in the corporate suite, and there were about sixty thousand people with, with zero masks. So I don't I don't know. It's I guess a different crowd going to the orchestra, but. Or, do you think it might have something to do with the fact it's been planned and postponed several times? Could be. Could be. So when you go to the orchestra mitts, do you focus on the conductor, the pianist, or do you kind of just bounce around depending on um, what the highlights are or just where your eyes lead you? Well, you know, we, we were really fascinated by the percussionist. Uh, you know, they got the guy. Yeah. yeah. He hits the big drum. That's what I do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So there's like off on the left. I don't know. It's not always on the left, I guess, but like, I mean, maybe it is. I don't know. On the left, there's like the guy who's got all the random stuff. He's got the drums. Mm-hmm. He's got the xylophones. He's got the gong. Wood blocks, wood gongs, block, all the effects stuff. Wood block, cowbell, cymbals, whatever the fuck. Our favorite was there was one piece. I think I feel like it was like one of the like the theme song from the Turks or whatever. And he had the. <laughs> Pancake was poking me, and we looked at this guy. And this guy's in the back. He's literally holding, like, a pile of chains in his hand. He's just dropping them. <laughs> just drops them, picks them up, and drops them real, real rhythmically. And it was just, like, yeah. hilarious. Like, where did his chains come from? Uh, he got them from his, like, CrossFit gym. <laughs> yeah, he just you got say, all- like... Can you imagine him be saying like, "Oh yeah, I'm part of an orchestra," and they ask, "Well, what instrument do you play?" I well, play the chains. This and that, the chains, <laughs> the, the drums. <laughs> God, yeah. I mean, the guy he must be really talented because he can play all this stuff. Uh, I don't know, but like, yeah, I, I don't know. I bounce around because you know, they say when like if you were at like a if you were at like a thing where they were where like a pianist was going to play like a concerto, you want to be in a spot to see the pianist's hands because you want to see like how the it's where the action is yeah, yeah. you, you want to see the like the intricacy of the of the musicianship or whatever uh so that's generally it's it's tough from a distance you know we weren't like in the first row so it's tough from a distance but you know i want to i really want to watch like the violinists like they're so in unison it's amazing it's like there's like 15 of them and they're all like carbon copies like their arm movements are just completely lined up like to the millisecond it's, i just love watching the top of their bows yeah that's kind of what I watch for and just watch the sea of these like thin spires rise and fall in unison. I always think that's cool. It's so neat. And like the first violinist was this tiny like Asian girl. She was like fucking tiny. Like she's like, I don't know how tall she was, but she was little. She was like four, probably like four, eight. And she's just like this tiny little, little girl. And, you know, and Arnie Roth is out there with like his, his white like ponytail, like, like going crazy as he conducts and he really gets into it. So, um, it was a good show. So I would definitely go again. And people should, if you're interested in Final Fantasy is one of the few game franchises that has enough music to make it worth going to a concert like this three, four times. Cause you'll get to hear all the different songs and there's hundreds of them. And like they're for the for the most part, they're all good. It's, it's unbelievable. So, um, and, and you can find these concerts for like Zelda and other things too. They definitely exist. So that's about it for me. I, I did watch a movie last night that was insanely gory, but I will save it. Uh, Mason, Elden Ring, how are you enjoying it? I still am enjoying it. I am now, I, for once, I actually had a bit of a week where I could play it. 
Uh, so I probably put in like 25 hours this week. All right. So I'm up to level 90. Whoa. I've been putting in the hours. I mean, leveling up in Elden Ring is much quicker and easier than other games. It's not like I'm grinding, but it just... Mm. What? Getting runes, I think they're a little more generous with them. What is your like? Because each level gives you less of a boost. So you're not you're not grinding though. Like I was gonna ask you how you because I'm only like level sixty. No. And I feel like I had I feel like I have a lot of time on it. So I was wondering like how you were getting so high so so fast. But I am probably just going to areas that are perhaps above my level grade. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe I should be exploring other areas of the map, but I'm stubborn, and I'm like, I'm going to fight these weird, uh, you know, Spider-Man shooting giant insect creatures with spares that give me a lot of runes because I want to bash my head against the wall. <laughs> yeah. So, I I don't know. I just feel like I found a couple bosses right away, like bonus bosses that give me a lot of runes, and that really bumped me up. But it's still enjoyable. I'm still going, I'd say, 95% without any sort of guide or tip or assistance. Mm-hmm. Um, just the occasional, like, have you fought um, Radon yet? Yes, I fought him last the night. big, yeah, so um, after you fight him, the stars, no spoilers, a, a meteor falls. And I was like, okay, I know it falls somewhere. I just don't want to look up where it was. Mm-hmm. So I just went on Google. I'm like, where do I find the meteor? Like, just because I don't, I don't know. Like, that was just, I don't know. That's not really a secret. That's something you got to do. But I was just too lazy to find it. I respect so for the most that, part, honestly. I'm going pretty blind. Yeah, I feel like you only get one chance to experience things for the first time. Mm-hmm. And just the suspense and adventure and mystery of it all is something... I don't want to squander because I'm like, oh, I want to min-max and not miss anything and see everything the first time because I'll have the rest of my life to look into that stuff. But the looking up a guide and be like, oh, does this chest lead me anywhere? Does this have a checkpoint nearby? Like all of that, like suspense, you can never get back once you've ruined it. So I, I really try to. Once again, not that this is the right way to play or the best way or whatever. Well, there's no, there's right, no way. right or wrong way. But it's just, I don't know. I I try to just limit myself to word of mouth and the occasional, like, I know there's something here. I just need to expedite the process kind of thing. When, when you fought Radon, were you a sissy boy like me and, like, summon as many, many helpers as you could? Or did you try to, like, take him on? Um, I normally try to go summonless. I try not to... I mean, for one, I play offline, so I, I pretty much can't usually summon. But I felt like with the whole... Like, the way that the game was presenting it, it was a, hey, all the lads are together, and it's a big storming the castle kind of thing. And, like, yeah. it seemed to me that the game intended you to play it with you know they have it wasn't just like oh there's a bunch of summon signs let me use them like they had a whole speech and you met up with people and it was a whole like hey we're all getting together are you ready for it and i felt like it was sure it would have been drastically more difficult had i gone solo and yeah i probably some part of me wants to go back and eventually do it solo but i definitely ran around and i summoned a bunch of people because that seemed to be in spirit with 
what the game was trying to present. I did the same thing, but I think... And it was kind of an easy fight, especially because I heard that he was nerfed super hard. Oh, really? Yeah, apparently he used to be far more difficult in the initial version of the game. He was pretty easy. I don't know. I... I'm not good at these games, so I and I get and I very get very impatient. So, um, I was well. I'll let you finish telling your story because I'm I'm working on I'm working on accomplishing something that accident that led me to Radon, even though I didn't really intend on fighting like him exactly. Um, mm-hmm. So what what are your favorite things about the game right now? Are you just, I mean, because everybody's going I mean, a different path. The world map's pretty big, so it's like. Yep, I love that. I love just setting out in a direction and seeing what comes of it. Right. Uh, I mean, my biggest complaints are definitely some of the repeated copy-paste bosses, some of the... I don't know. Some of the like level designs just aren't super rewarding. A lot of the catacomb things are just quick and easy, but they don't really have that. Like, I feel like there's a clear divide between... I'm playing a Dark Souls type level versus like, oh, this is just a little catacomb. Right. Like, I feel like there's a considerable gap in my enjoyment between one and the other. And I'm not saying they all need to be Dark Souls-esque layout designs, but like that's what always wowed me about the series is just how point A connects to point B, but there's this point C shortcut and everything connects through that passage. Like that always is what blows my mind. And when I find the big castles that's usually where i'm like oh yes here we go i'm about to spend seven to eight hours just exploring every little like crevice and hallway and secret passage and obtuse little bit of lore and just seeing everything that the game has to offer and that's really the highlights for me but it's a it's been a fun game it's just been fun to talk to people about it and it's uh, still good to no to nobody's surprise. Yeah, to no one's surprise. Yeah, I, I got it in my head that I wanted to get this summon because I'm t- I'm not good at these games, so I I would do anything I can to overcome any hurdle. So I was like, uh, I heard that there was a, a lot of nerfing that went on in the last patch, including some of the summons got nerfed. But there's a summon that didn't get nerfed that I think I mentioned before, but it's called the Black Knife Tish, and it's so. It's so agile. Oh, yeah, I don't think I found that one. It's so agile that it'll summon bosses by itself. Like, you'll summon it. Yeah, you got to pump it up to, like, plus 8, plus 10, whatever. But it's so quick, like, on the like in movement that bosses just can't hit it very easily. Um, and, by the time, okay. and by the time it kills the summon, the boss is either dead or mostly dead. Meanwhile, you're just kind of picking, picking away at it from a distance. So I'm not good at these games, so... Um, I, like I said, as I explained already, but getting the summon is really tough. So I don't have it yet. (laughs) Uh, and I feel like I'm going to clear the whole fucking game before I get it. So I don't really, I don't know. I don't know if there's much point, but like, I'm also a, it also requires the most mana of any summon to summon. It requires like 130 mana to summon it. And I, and I only have like, I only have like 50 mana because I'm not playing. Yeah. I haven't put any points into my FP or whatever focus. points. So these aren't really like spoilers. I don't know. You can't, I don't know how you even spoil this game, but there's an item called the cerulean tier that if you get it, it'll let you summon. It'll let you cast magic for a brief period without paying the mana cost. So you can summon. So even if you're like a, like a, like a pure sword build, you can summon that guy. 
So, Interesting. So I, had, okay. so, so I went out and got that got that item, and I'm like going clear up. It's clear up in the upper left tippy corner of the map, all the way up, and getting there was a total bitch. I mean, the map is not easy to navigate. It's really challenging just to get up there. Uh, it took. Is this in the like astral plane or not astral planes? What am I thinking of? Atlas Plateau. It's up there by the volcano. If you've seen the volcano on the upper left part of the map, and I don't know where I don't know where Atlas Plateau is, but I, I that sounds familiar. But it, it took me forever to get up there. It took several hours to navigate my way up there. I had to go through some bosses. I fought a boss called Magma Worm Qatar. Yep. Who's yeah? So at the top, wait, the first Magma Worm? I don't know. He's in a cave with a pill. Yeah. So that's at the top, and right as you exit his arena is the Atlas Plateau. Okay. So he kicked my ass a few times, um, and I was getting him down to like you know, 30% left. Uh, and I've been using my bow a lot. It's pretty useful. You can pretty much, you can be a coward like me and just kind of run from the boss and then turn around and get a shot off. You know, I was trying to do that, but he's fast. So it's tough. And then on like the fifth or sixth try, he got stuck on the pillar in the middle. And I was like, okay, well he's stuck. (laughs) So I just got him. So I don't know. I'm sure you've seen it happen. He just got stuck. Uh, because I was running around the pillar trying to get away from him, and he got stuck on it, and I just shot him to death. <laughs> so so I moved on. Uh, the boss that has the Cerulean Tear is so fucking hard, I was never going to kill that guy. But honestly, I'm playing the game like a weirdo, so I'm not really like... I got all the way up there. I'm not even fighting the enemies. I'm just running past them. Uh, I'm probably like 50 levels under-leveled for, I, for where I'm located. And this boss just... He, like, one-shotted me. He just, like, came up, pit, like, flicked me, and I died. And I was like, holy shit. Oh, no. Holy shit. But apparently you can... Apparently you can climb up on the side of this, like, cliff face, and there's, like, a little spot on there where you can stand, and he will just kind of thrash and go nuts down below you, but he can't hit you. So I just picked him off with my bow again. Um, I got the item, but then the item doesn't get you the summon. So then the summon comes from this boss that's, like deep have you i know i'm sure you've met ronnie the witch lady the blue witch chick yeah yeah i'm, I'm kind of following her quest okay well so in order to get the summon you have to almost com- completely com- you have to almost completely clear that quest line which is super long um mm-hmm. and so that's how i got the radon um and i just i basically summoned all the summon i was so pissed at him though because he's shoot- shooting you with like lasers from like f- four miles away and I'm just like motherfucker. He just, just keeps hitting. Just go sideways. Me. Just go sideways. Yeah, I try. I try, but I'm also trying to stop and hit and summon the damn summons while I, you know. Oh, you don't have to stop for him. Well, you just run right over him and smash that triangle well, I know button. That, but, you know, sometimes sometimes I miss. So anyway, so basically, I'm like the fourth or fifth try. I got up there. I had a bunch of summons. Uh, it took me a while to figure out that you can only summon six at a time, and then when one dies, the the rest of the signs light up again. So once I knew that, I just kept replenishing them. Uh, Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, but like my my, I just went through, picked up a couple <laughs> folks on the way, and, and said, uh, "Here we go." Most of you aren't gonna make it, yeah. but thanks for the help. <laughs> I ran up to him. Yeah, I did in like two tries. Circled him on the horse, bled him. I got him to bleed out with my katan, with my with my samurai sword. So I hit him like six times. He, I took a chunk out of him with the with the bleed effect. Um, then I just kind of circled him with my bow and picked him off while he was distracted by the minions. Uh, he was pretty neat though. Uh, he dropped a lot of he dropped a lot of experience, so I uh, I resisted the earth. There's an item that will like add a fifty percent bonus to any experience you get for like a few minutes, and I resisted 
the temptation to use that because they're pretty rare. Uh, and then I was really shocked. I'm, I don't know if you kept going past Radon, but like the area past him is real easy. Like I was like, this is strange. Like like the the knock, the nocturnness, the Eternal City or whatever is. It was just full of a bunch of trash mobs, like mostly. Um, oh yeah, I did. I did that. Yeah, and the, the, like there's like that mimic boss. Normally when I see a boss wall, I just expect to get like blown out of my. I expect to just get like fucking massacred. Uh, but I killed him my first try, and I was like, oh, I was, I was like, that's surprising. I mean, mimic bosses are always easy because no one knows how bad your build is more than you do. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess. I'm, I'm sure my build's really bad. So I killed that guy, and that's kind of where I am right now. I'm just kind of chilling in that area. But, uh, you know, it's it's just funny. I wanted to get the summon, and in order to get the summon, I'm going to have to clear half the, half the bosses anyway. You're going to have to beat the game. Much, yeah, <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay, well, whatever. But I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm very impressed by, like, people like you who, like, don't use a guide because I have no fucking clue how you guys figure out how to progress that chick's storyline because you're, like, teleporting back and forth all over the map, and it's just, like, I don't know how you find anything, honestly. I'd love to know. Yeah, it's usually one of those, like, every time, like, I'll just play the game normally exploring, and then, like, before I end for that session every, like, couple hours when I need a break, I'll just do, like, a quick... Like, go to the round table, hold, talk to everyone, see if anything has anything new. Go to, uh, like, the witch towers, like Ronnie and stuff. Talk to people, see if anything new is happening. Like, there's a couple places I just check in on to see if anything's changed. But there's probably tons of stuff I'm missing. Or sometimes they'll be like, hey, can you give this ring to someone? Mm -hmm. I'll be like, yes. And I'm like, I have no idea if I find them on my travels. Great. But if not, it's my ring now, baby. All right, well, it's been a lot of fun. I've been putting every every spare moment I have into it. Um, kudos to Pancake for being patient and, like, not breaking up with me. Um, <laughs> last night I was, like, I was, I was so, like, insecure about how much I've been playing. I was like, how do I make you happy tonight? Like, I want you to be happy so I can keep playing. She was like, okay, we'll get Chinese food and, uh, you know, you know, and I don't can't remember what else she wanted, like. Uh, oh, yeah, she got a Stitch Fix, a stitch fix box and wanted to, to do, like, a fashion show. So I was like... Oh, that's fine. I was like, fashion show, no problem. Uh, Chinese food, no problem. <laughs> Just whatever she wants, and then, you know. Was, there was that one meme in our Discord. I can't find it, but it was, like, two hamsters. And, like, it looked like one hamster was, like, curled up against the other, like, sleeping peacefully. Mm -hmm. uh, and there, and some comment was like, oh, I, I want what they have. Yeah. But then the comment under below it was just talking about the other hamster who was just like, wide-eyed staring out into the abyss like he's thinking about playing Elden Ring it's like yeah <laughs> yeah pretty much see what you gotta so do true. is you gotta, be, you gotta play the Elden Ring get all the food and drink you need and everything all around you and then you play Elden Ring then have then have your little hamster curl up next to you and fall asleep and then you can just play and not yeah worry about it. see that's that's, what, that's the idea that's the dream yeah. that's the pro strats Elden Ring is good though it's um I think it's more forgiving than than other Dark Souls games. I feel like it's a little easier. Oh yeah, definitely. So definitely. it's definitely a better fit for like newer players. I think you can get by without because like you're like forty levels ahead of me. I still killed Radon. Like I don't. I, I I did it like a coward, but I still killed him. So, you know, it's doable. So, but everybody already knows that because everybody's already playing. <laughs> so uh. that's okay. Thank you. Caroline, for listening to our side. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh sorry. Are you, you guys are done? It's over. Oh, it's great. done. It's done. Okay. You can come back. I, I, did I take see, off my earplugs. <laughs> I, I did see a sales chart for 
for Elden Ring, and it was like, it was like comical. Like you know, it it it's, it outsold like every other Dark Souls combined within like an hour. Oh, I found it. I <laughs> it's found like it. I found it. I'm like that must be the power of George R. R. Martin or something because. No, definitely not. Something because Dark Souls is no longer a niche game. It is now like top shit fucking, you know, everybody plays this game. Like no one even gave a fuck about Horizon. Even the Horizon developers were pissed because the sales numbers plummeted when Elden Ring came out. And all I could think was like, don't release your fucking games next to other big games. (laughs) Like put them out in the summer when there's no games. Like I don't know what the what you're doing, but Um, Avenge 21 in the Discord posted this on March 8th. Uh, so go check it out. It, it made me chuckle <laughs> I quite see hard. That. I see it. That's funny. It's cute though. <laughs> it is. It's cute as fuck. And it's true. That's how you know it's a good meme. Hamsters are cute as shit until they like chew things all through the night and keep you awake. <laughs> Fuckers. Oh my god. All right. Well, I'll talk. I'll talk about the the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie tomorrow or on next week because I don't think I've ever seen a movie so violent ever. It was Ooh. absolutely insanity. I was like, I was like, whole. I was feeling, I was feeling a little nauseous during it. That's how intense Ooh. it was. It was completely insane. So, way more than I expected. <laughs> Leatherface is. Is it recommendable though? Oh, it was fucking good. It was super intense. I mean, if you if you're okay with like, the absolutely most like, Scarface cutting a dude up in the shower with a chainsaw level violent and actually worse than that, like. uh you know, because, you know, like they, they don't, they don't like shy away. Like he'll be like killing a guy with a hammer and they'll just show the guy's head being smashed into it till it's flat. Like they'll just, and they don't, they don't cut away from the camera. Like you're going to watch this guy get his fucking head smashed until it looks like a piece of paper. <laughs> they force you to watch. It's crazy. Oh my God. Okay. I'm glad you're leading the podcast today, Caroline, because I am like, I'm a yappy little son of a bitch today. Oh, well, I just hope I don't go blah, blah, blah again, because for some reason that is now my new crutch when talking. Yada, yada, yada. She went blah, blah, blah. Yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. (laughs) All right. I hope you guys enjoyed. Thanks for the support, everyone. (laughs) What did you say? I said thanks for the support, everyone. of course. Thank you for the support. You are the uh, real MVPs. I don't even know why you're listening. Go play Odin right That's all I want to be doing right now. So uh, see you guys next time. Bye. See you guys.